met a traveler from an antique land who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things. The hand that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. And welcome back to Talking Bad. Uh, my name's Brian. I'm here with Blake. So we're back here after a year. Uh, never done anything like this before. It's been a year hiatus. Uh, we're finally back like we said we were going to be. And uh, we're going to try something a little bit different uh, this time around. Um, normally what we do is we we, uh, we you know watch the episode once or twice. And then uh, come on and give our thoughts and speculations and, and what we think is going to happen about that certain episode. Things we picked up on. Maybe little clues. What are people talking about online? But this time, we want to do something just a little different. Uh, we've had a year here to speculate and think about what could possibly happen in these final eight episodes that to blow our minds. Um, and we thought it would be interesting to, to kind of split the episode in half and do a pre-episode nine and then post-episode nine. So right now what you're hearing is Blake and I are sitting here Friday night before episode nine airs. And uh, we're going to give a little bit of a, of what we've been thinking about, what our thoughts on, on after a year of, of the last eight and what we think might happen, you know, in the next eight before the first episode airs. And then in a few minutes, we'll cut and we'll give our thoughts after we've seen the episode, you know, initial reactions and uh, what we're going to think from there. What the first thing I want to talk about is there's, you know, seeing as this is the last eight episodes, a lot of people have taken the last year to go back and rewatch the entire series. And I don't know about you, Blake, but when I thought about, I mean, I, and I did think about doing that, going back and rewatching just from episode one and, and going through it all again. Like it seemed like <laughs> almost too like daunting. Like it was just too much to take. There was so much horrible things that happened. Like I almost didn't want to go through the entire thing again. Did you, Ever think about rewatching everything over again, or any of them? Eh, like we, uh, a couple times, but it's it's a it's a too depressing thing to watch again. You know, we've watched a number of episodes a number of times, and it's like, eh, I don't want to do that again. It's too <laughs> depressing. I I actually, you know, I I thought about doing that back in like January. It was like I'll, I should just rewatch them now, one a week. And by the time I get caught up, it'll be go time, you know, for the for the rest of the season. And I started thinking about all the stuff that had happened. I'm like, man, I just I really just don't want to go through that again. No, you know, I didn't watch anymore yet. I might watch the next two just to refresh my mind as to you know get my mindset back into what's happening um, with the show. But Blake, you've had, I mean, you said you talked with your uh, brother who hadn't seen these last eight until just recently. Well, like we just got him into this. Yeah. And, and what were her, th what was his thoughts on, you know, <laughs> those last eight as, you know, as of a couple weeks ago? Well, you know, we texted back and forth a couple of times earlier tonight. And, uh, it got to the point where like my texting wasn't going to be good enough. I had to call you. I, you, I have to speak <laughs> to you about this because it was going to be too long of a text. Right. So, you know, I called him and he's like, hey, what's up? And we literally just texted about this, you know, like what's going to happen in these last eight episodes? And I and I and I called him. And, you know, we were talking about, look, the whole thing revolves around the machine gun and episode one of the last, you know, 16, I guess we can call it. Right. And, uh, you know, we were sitting there talking about it. Well, you know, it came down to it where after we had talked for a couple minutes, he's like, I know this is amazing. Listen, I'm literally 
checking out at the grocery store with milk for the kids and something else. You know, I have to go, but this is awesome. And and that was where it was left, you know, in in uh, layman's terms, you know. Of okay. course, we spoke for a couple of minutes about it, but that was, you know, as quickly as it began, it ended, and I felt bad for calling him about it. <laughs> well, what what were his thoughts? Like, what, was there any speculation? Did, what did he, I mean, was he blown away? Did he have any thoughts on what he think was going to happen? Or was well, it just, what do you, you know, think? I don't know. What do you think? You know, we had a, we had a couple of different approaches to it where the whole thing with the machine gun, well, I guess it all stems back to, to, um, Walt's brother-in-law, Jesus, like, what am I retarded? Hank, Hank, God, Hank sitting on the toilet. That's how it all ends. Right. And, and Hank puts it together. I mean, he knows exactly what's going on. So now we're sitting here going, okay, the beginning of episode nine, either starts with Hank going out to the crowd, okay, of of mm-hmm. of Walt and Skyler and, and Hank and his wife and being like, I know it's you. We're done for. You're done for. And right. I don't see that happening. No. I think it's going to be more along the lines of, like we've spoke about earlier, you know, where where it was right under your nose. And that happened right. in a previous episode some seasons ago where, you know, something happened that was right under the boss's nose of, of Hank's boss's nose. And he didn't know. Yeah. And now it's under Hank's nose. No, I totally. And and it's, uh, we talked about this, how we think, you know, the fact that it was under his nose meant that if he came out and, and told everybody that he would lose his job. Like, I mean, everyone would hate him. Like, his boss lost his job because of that. He had to re- resign, I believe, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And that's and that's what it came to, and that's when we started talking. Like, okay, look, Hank could, could come out right now and be like, I know it's you, and you're going down. But again, it was right under his nose the whole time. And it all stemmed back to... Episode one of this last season with the machine gun. Okay. So we're sitting here going, okay. I think that it turns out that Hank is like, Hey, listen, I know it's you. I know you're the one in the book. I know it's you get the hell out of here. Right. (laughs) Cover your tracks, get the hell out of here for a while. And then what we see happen, uh, and, and again, in episode one is, that Walt leaves for a while, but you know what? He has to come back and take care of business with the machine gun. Now, is he coming back to kill Hank? No, absolutely not. That is not happening. What he's coming back to do is possibly kill off the, uh, the, the Phoenix gang that we right. saw, uh, in episode one, possibly of the last season. We, you know, uh, you know, my name, say my name, amazing right amazing right um i think he's coming back to kill off that gang also to kind of put hank in a situation where he can be like yeah i didn't know who it was and you know i'm struggling to remember what we talked about (laughs) no 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 we had a really good two-minute conversation about it and now i'm like shit um let me tell you what my theory might be. And and this was only because a couple of days ago, I did watch that episode where the opening, uh, I think the, the, um, the episode title was buyout where they're, they're burying the kid at the beginning and, you know, Jesse's all messed up and Mike's like, this is crazy. And then they quit on him, you know, and they tie him to the radiator, you know, and say, don't steal the meth. We're going to sell the meth. Uh, And Walt's like, no, you can't. And they're trying to convince Walt to sell out, the meth that they stole off the train, so, you know, they'll, they'll each get five million, and Walt wants to cook it all for like three hundred million, you know. And I remember in this scene, which is I think is one of the best scenes in the whole first eight of this last season, where Jesse goes over to his house, and you know they have that dinner scene. Mm-hmm. But before that, before that, they're sitting down, just those two, and they're talking. And he's like, "Are you?" Jesse's like, "Are you in the the meth business, or are you in the money business?" You know, and Walt's just sitting there and he goes back and tells him the story about when he was younger and him and his buddies in college invested in a business together. And, 
he sold out for like five thousand dollars. Yeah. And the company went on to make a billion with a B. He says, yeah. you know, it's worth a billion now with a B. I check it every week. And he goes, you ask me if I'm in the meth or the money business, I'm in the empire business. And that turn of him just being like, I don't give a shit about any of this except for the power. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I see happening is, like you said, Hank coming out, you know, maybe not at first, maybe an episode or two goes by. But at some point, he's going to go to Walt and be like, motherfucker, I know. I know that you are Heisenberg. And he's just going to do this whole you know, he'll, he'll be the happy dad like he was at the very end of the episode, and then he'll just turn, dude, and he'll be like, I don't give a shit, dude. I'm fucking Heisenberg. You know, he'll just flip on him, and who knows what could happen from On me. Hank. That's the only thing, yeah. guys, on Hank. Right. Like, he'll see Hank as an enemy immediately and turn on him. Well, I... So... No, and I agree. I, I don't see... Let's look at it this way, okay? Let's just look at it how it's going to play out. It ended with Hank you know, sitting on the toilet and finding out for sure, as far as I'm concerned, that Walt is the guy. I mean, that's how it ended. Right. Will they begin the first episode of the the last eight here with Hank coming out of the bathroom? I mean, that's the main question, I think. Will they do that or will they come out the first scene being another flash forward? Well, obviously, yeah, that's that's possible, too. But at some point, we have to get, and very quickly, mind you, we have to get to Hank coming out of the bathroom. I mean, that, and with these writers, I don't think that's going to be skipped over by any means. Like, that's going to come out very quickly. We're going to see what happens. And that's where me and Kyle, my brother, we, we, <laughs> Did your phone go off? Yeah, it's a work call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip on it. That was an important call, actually. I <laughs> need to make sure something happened. But anyway, I think it's gonna come out to where you know Hank's gonna come out of there and and probably pretend nothing ever happened. He's gonna come out of there and pretend nothing ever happened. You saw that like seven second Vine teaser. You know, Vine, this new thing. That, that yeah. teaser that we saw. It was like 20 seconds long of Hank driving his car real fast. That's oh, just pissed. Him. That's possibly him driving home from their little dinner party and just being pissed like, shit, it right under my nose, right under I my know. nose. What am I going to do? Hank's going to lose his mind. And, and the thing that gets me, though, about this whole thing is like we... It's and I was thinking about this today on the ride home from work. I mean, we we were big fans of Lost, and we've mentioned that before. And with Lost, the speculation and prediction thing was always a big deal. It was like, what does this mean, and what do you think this means, and what's going to happen with Breaking Bad? I mean, who knows, dude? It's just going to go darker and darker. I think. I mean, I think we're just. I mean, last season, I before last season, I didn't think it could get any darker, but and then all of a sudden. Kill a kid. Killed a kid. And he and Walt starts whistling about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh my God. I mean, it's just gonna be so depressing, but the best. The question is, and the real question is, and this is what everyone's every breaking bad fans really wants to know, is in the end, is Walt gonna live or die? Is he gonna be killed or is he gonna have something worse than being killed? which is living the rest of his life in misery or something like that? Or will he have retribution to where he can somehow save himself from what he's done in the past five seasons? Right. And you know what? We'll see. Because here's what I think. I don't think that Walt will die. I don't think the writers, I mean, anybody... This creative are, I mean, these guys are good writers. They're great writers. They see the cliches and what people think are going to happen a mile away, and they will veer, you know, away from that. I agree. So so Walt dying at the end of this, like Scarface, not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I feel, in my opinion, that Hank's telling Walt, he finds out, we know this now. So Hank is telling Walt, look, I know it's you. Get the hell out of here. I also know that there are other 
gang. I don't want to say gangs, but you know, there are other gangs, cartels. Cartels. There are other cartels that are doing the same thing as you. Get the hell out of here. We're going to figure this out. We're going to pin it on these cartels. You can come back and fucking take care of business. <laughs> I don't think. See, I disagree with you. I disagree with you. Okay. I don't think Hank's going to. I mean, Hank's found out. Okay. I don't think. I think you're taking Hank's reaction way too friendly. I don't think he's going to be like, oh, my God. Well, it's been Heisenberg all along. Heisenberg, come here. I must help you. Here's what we can do. I think he is pissed. I think he is mad, and he wants to get Walt and put him away for all the lies that he's told. I think it's going to be a Walt versus Hank couple episodes at least. At least a mind chess game between them. You know what I mean? You know, that's a, you know hey, look. We're like really good buddies, like best friends. And that's, right. you know, that's the first time that I've actually heard that about Hank, and you're right, dude, with his mentality, uh, dude. Yeah, 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 with just the way he is. You're, he's just pissed. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. I mean, he's not going to He's not gonna be like, oh, oh, it was just Walt the whole time? Yeah, that's just fine. Hey, here's that's what you weird. should do, Walt. He's going <laughs> to be fucking pissed about it. Yeah, but I don't know if he'll do anything right away. He may just lay low and just be pissed for a while and try to, like, reorganize everything that's happened in his head. You know, he may just be trying to, like, think about what his next move may be for a couple episodes. He's not going to come out I think, I think just that for pissed. Sure. I think that for sure. I mean, it's not going to come out in the first episode, but yeah. And if they do pick up in, ep- in, season- in episode nine, right from that point where he gets off the shitter... I think he's just going to slowly come back to the table and not do anything and just think. I think that's what will would happen. Well, that's and, what I said, too. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. not going to come out and be like, it's you, Walter. It's you, Walter White, <laughs> W. Whitman, Walt Whitman. No, he's not going to do that. That's, that's right. not going to happen. He's going to come out and play it nonchalantly. He's going to come out of this bathroom and just, you know, carry on, and that's going to be that. And then it's going to play out from there. I mean, we'll see what happens. But anyway, okay, so here's what we're going to do right now. uh, We're going to switch over to uh, after we've seen the first episode and maybe see if some of our predictions are right, but are probably all completely wrong. But uh, let's uh, we're going to go right now and see our reactions after uh, episode nine. In this episode, there's a lot of feelings of betrayal on the part of Hank. He is starting to realize who Walter White really is, that he's Heisenberg. Such a huge shock to him, he doesn't know how to react. So that's why he doesn't say anything at first. Hey, buddy. Ready for a cold one? Nah, I'm not feeling 100%. We established that he had these panic attacks from the PTSD that he acquired earlier. Your stomach okay? Yeah, yeah. And they come back. My first thought was that my God, he's having a heart attack. And and then she realizes that's not what it is. Call an ambulance! Something else is going on. You okay? Just take a breath. Okay, we're back here. Uh, what, talking bad. Uh, it's now been a few days later after our predictions. Uh, we've seen the episode. Uh, that'd be season five, episode nine, Blood Money. Um, there's been a lot of people, like, confused. Like, is this season six? Is this season five? No, it's season five B, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's definitely still season five. Um, one thing I wanted to start out with talking about before we get into the actual happenings of the episode was that we talked in the in the past about how we were both obsessed with Lost mm-hmm. and how it was like a big deal to us how, you know, they knew what the ending was going to be. And it was all about driving to this ending. Like that was a big thing the producers talked about. Well, I read online that that is not the case with Breaking Bad. They do not know, ultimately, the end of the show. And they said the reason... Well, maybe they do now, obviously. But Well, they do now, certainly. They do now. Right, but not... It's already been written. Right, but like at the end of season 5A last year, they didn't know where they were going to end up. Okay. But they gave Walt a machine gun and put him in some car and just said, you know what, we'll figure it out, but this is going to be awesome. So last July, they started writing the new episodes and they started shooting... This episode, Blood Money, right before Christmas of last year, just 
you know, starting to put it all together. Like, where can we connect the dots here to make this a satisfying story for us? Mm -hmm. So getting into the episode, you know, first of all, this was Brian Cranston directed this one. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. And I didn't know that he had directed like the season two and three openers. So evidently he's just their go-to guy. They can make sweet first episodes of the season. Now, what, what I really liked, and we had a lot of predictions about how this episode was going to start. Would it pick up where it left off? Would we see another flash forward? Well, we opened up right on Future Walt, which is what I was hoping. I was really hoping to see Future Walt, you know, the flash forward, see where he was at. And we open on him at his house where it's in basic ruins, like abandoned somewhat. How long did it take you to figure out that that was his swimming pool? Oh, Pretty much when I saw that they were skateboarding in a pool, I was like, that's his house. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's immediately. Kind of what I too, yeah. Like, immediately, that's his house. But I guess originally, you know, they had said that, you know, in the first script that they were going to do, there wasn't even going to be a house there. It wasn't even going to be a house. Like, oh, what if just we demolished just, it, raised it. Yeah, gone. And they said, but then why is Walt there? We have no reason for him to be there. Uh, you know, maybe he should be there for the ricin. Ooh, then we can bring the ricin back. We've got to solve that, you know, plot point that we brought up. That makes great. So the house will be there. It'll just be destroyed. I, uh, I, I mean, I honestly had a good feeling that he was going back there for something. And that was definitely in the back of my mind. I mean, yeah, I, just nothing has come of it yet. We know it's very important. I don't know what's going to happen with him. It's obviously something important. Well, I have a theory already. I don't know if you remember last year, but I had a theory running all through the season last year that was completely destroyed by the end of the eight. Yeah. Now, after this one, I have a new theory. I have a new theory that will, that I'll get into at the end. I okay. want to get through the episode real quick. But, okay. Um, one thing that um, that I did some research on real quick, and, and you know, I don't want to do just all like, you know, I'll look online and see what other people say, and I'll just repeat it here. But no, I thought one of the coolest images of the whole show was when he walks into the house and sees Heisenberg just written on the wall in yeah, oh, huge yeah. letters. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, what? This means that people know about him. Like, he is a well-known criminal now, I would say. Wouldn't yeah. you think? Oh, yeah. And, and, and how... How far along are we? One one more year, so he's 52 at this point. Yeah, it's his 52nd birthday. And it started when he was 50, is that right? I, I want to say so, yeah. So okay. it's like a span in two years. Like, I'm very confused. Initially, I thought it was only a year, like 51 to 52, but this is a whole show is spanned. Well, uh, we don't know how much time, and I guess in months, that season f uh, 5B is going to be or I guess season five altogether, really. We don't know how many months that's been until he turns 52. I mean, I, I, I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know. It's been, there's been a lot of, of flash forwards. Like a lot of the episodes pick up right where the previous ones left off. But last finale, there was a lot of speeding up of stuff going on. Like Walt had reached his empire. They did that really long crystal blue persuasion montage. We yeah. had no idea how long that was. So we don't, I mean, I don't really, it's not killing it for me. Yeah, no, I just no. don't know how much time we have left to get to this bearded crowbar bearing, you know, Walter White. I'd say about and six episodes, dude. The last yeah, episode uh, is going to be all flash this in the now. Right now, did you, there was a trailer that came out and I want to bring this up. There was a trailer that came out for this season where they didn't show anything, but it was just Brian Cranston as Walt Heisenberg, obviously saying this poem. It was like a sonnet. And it was very confusing poem. Yeah, I was confused. I remember you sending it to me, and I'm like, I don't even <laughs> understand it. Well, listen to it. Listen to the, the couple of lines of it now. And on the pedestal, these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. It says, you know, my name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Okay, King of Kings. He's at the top of his game. Yes. He's the king. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. So I thought maybe that was similar. I mean, they obviously use that for a reason. Like he's standing on a pedestal looking at his name. 
you know, alone and in a despair in a decayed house. Decayed house. That's what I thought when you said that. Yeah. So maybe that was, I don't know, something cool that the, the people promoting the show put out and being like, you know, there's something to this that may be hidden in this poem. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're not just, stuff. they're not just coming out with a poem just to randomly be like, well, here's a poem by Walter White, you know? No, yeah. I mean, that was a, a point for that for sure. Right. So I, that, that was a kind of a cool thing. Um, so he goes inside, he gets the, the, the ricin for what reason we don't know yet. I'm sure he's going to use it on somebody or maybe himself. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I basically know what's going to happen. So, I mean, <laughs> well, we'll I get do. there. We'll get to our predictions. We got our right, own predictions. Well, I didn't know you had one this far, but I've definitely got just came one. up with one. I've watched it three times. I just came up with one <laughs> about an hour ago. All right. All right. Um, I, I like the part where he says hi to Carol and she drops the groceries. That was, that was really hilarious. Carol, the, the neighbor. Yeah. So let's look at this then real quick. Let's just go to that. Yeah. Okay. Since, I mean, that was right at the beginning. Right. You know, after watching it a couple times, you know, it's like, man, she, she took on this, obviously like she saw a ghost. Right. You know, so either she could be like, wow, this, uh, this criminal's back here, this, this huge criminal. But then you get to thinking, the whole the whole thing stemming back to episode one of season five where he's in the diner. He's got a, a, a completely different name. He's changed his appearance. Um, and, and then the Carol thing kind of tops it off. Like, did he probably fake his death at one point? I mean, probably. I can't tell. I would think. Like, I wouldn't think, though, if if he did fake his death and saw him. She'd be like, oh, my God, Walter, you're my neighbor and you're alive. What the hell? She wouldn't be scared, would she? Well, 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 yeah, because she knows he's Heisenberg at the same time. Oh, uh, well, maybe that's but it. Then, then, then he was like a ghost, you know, in, in her opinion. She's like, what is this? I thought he was dead. Right. And he's standing right here. Yeah. yeah. See, did you catch this, though? She drops the groceries. What comes rolling out of the groceries? Yeah, the oranges, oranges in like a soup can. Yeah, signified death. Remember oranges? That's remember we talked about this last year. The Godfather. They love the Godfather and Scarface and these gangster movies. Yeah, and like to pay homage to them. But that's a definite sign. They wouldn't just put oranges in there for no reason. They know we're watching for that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Could that signify his death? Like pending, he's gonna die. Right. Yeah, pending. We'll we'll, we'll just have to watch and find out. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of discussion. On the last episode, and uh, uh, predictions about where we would pick up with Hank. Would we pick up right immediately when he steps out of the, the bathroom? Or would we, you know, later on after he's just stayed at home thinking about it for a few days? And no, dude, another thing that I liked is we were right there when he walks out of the bathroom and got to see that reaction. Yeah, phenomenal. We might have, I, I can't even remember, but on our on our previous one, when we just had, you know, before the premiere... I can't remember right. if we said that, yes, it will start that way. I mean, it had to start that way. Now, was it going to escalate as quickly as it did? That I didn't really think. But these guys love to turn you on your ear and just get nuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, your prediction, not from earlier in this episode, but from last year, was that we would pick up where we left off, but Hank would actually join forces with Walt. And help him get away from either the people overseas or the Declan people. Um, I'm sticking with just, that. It's still possible. We'll get into predictions. Yeah. We'll get into predictions here. Sticking with um, it. Yeah. Uh, so he has a panic attack and crashes his car. And, you know, it, it was very cool to see how his reaction was to that. Like, you could tell they spent a lot of time. Like, I, you know, we talked about would he come out and just tackle him right away at the, by the pool? Would he fake like he didn't know? And it was like he was just so stunned until he just had a panic attack and wrecks the car, which was cool because it threw back to his earlier panic attacks in previous seasons after, you know, he was fighting with the people down in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and I thought at first, too, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to have a heart attack and die. That's what's going to happen right here. He's going to have a heart attack and die. Unreal. Yeah. Good thing His face was so intense. His face yeah. was so intense driving. It was crazy. And that was that little um, teaser. Uh, yeah. You had posted on the, on the, on Facebook that right. quick, like eight second clip. And that was him doing that. Driving yeah. The car. Yeah. Ooh. I was really hoping that was going to be him driving to his house, but it wasn't. It was him driving home. Just 
about ready to you know wreck his car yeah 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 <laughs> um so walter's very interested in the car wash now have you noticed that yeah he's very like into it like with skyler like hey we should put these you know air fresheners and in, in this order and keep these by the register like i couldn't tell if he was trying to use like his business aggressiveness that he learned as heisenberg to the car company or if he was just trying to go out of his way to show his wife, he's like, no, I'm serious about being straight and we're going to do this car wash thing. Like, right. I, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, I, I thought he was being genuine about it. I mean, he wanted to yeah. see it succeed. And it's like you said, what he learned is, is Heisenberg to be this, you know, kingpin. I mean, now he's just putting that toward everything in his life. You know, he's like, hey, we've got this this car wash. Let's get more. It's an empire. Yeah. Let's keep going. It's just this Heisenberg mentality, yeah. but now in a in a good way, it seemed. I guess there's just a part of me that feels like I still can't trust him. Heisenberg, like, I feel like he's always got an ulterior motive about something. It's like, really? Is he really into it? Or is there another reason <sighs> portraying that he is? But we don't know. That's just, just, it, it's, that's... it's not until something makes him snap. Well, yeah. And then he goes, Heisenberg. And then he goes Heisenberg, yes. which we'll, we'll talk about that here towards the end. Um, and Lydia shows up. And now, clarify this for me. She's talking about how the purity of the meth that she's getting is now like down to like 68% or something. Yeah. I don't understand why that is. Is like Todd just making it on his own now? or uh, is this I would assume. The clan that's doing it on their own? Like, I don't know how she's still getting the meth. I, I'm, I'm guessing that that Todd's doing it. We're going to find out about this obviously probably pretty shortly, but yeah, I mean, if I had to throw out a guess, I'd say, yes, Todd's making it. He learned from Walter. And again, that was that, um, crystal blue persuasion. We don't know how long that was, but right. You know, apparently it wasn't long enough to where he, he's not doing it a hundred percent or well, the crystal meth was never a hundred percent, but it was like 99.1 or something. Yeah. It was something <laughs> yeah. crazy, but now it's way off. Yeah. Um, so, there was a definite motif in this episode. I'm going to see how you know I can explain this. We talked in the past about Walter taking on little personality traits about the people he's killed. Crazy Eight and the cutting of the crusts. Mike and the drinking of the scotch on the rocks instead of neat. Did you notice the traits of Walter of Gus in this episode? Yeah, and uh, notice it right away, obviously. I mean, that yeah. was blatant. It wasn't like it okay. was something off camera. I mean, they pointed down, they panned down and showed him doing this. But here's where I was really confused about this. And now this is taking on, when I saw that, this was taking on some sort of like metaphorical yeah. thing or something. Wait. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about getting to the to the bathroom scene, right? Well, yeah, that's what we were just, oh, you were something else. Some other Something else thing. before that. When Walt was talking to Lydia and he was just like, no, thank you. Here's your ticket. Mm. Be on your way. Yeah. If yeah. you go back, dude, that's oh, yeah. when Walt went to visit Gus at Los, you know, the, Los the chicken joint. Yeah, you're Los right. Hermanos. And he was just like, no, thank you, sir. Here's your chicken or however he was. It was the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Didn't didn't think about that. But that yeah, so you're right. I picked up on that. Um so then we, 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 uh, you know, Walt just basically throws Lydia off and she's all freaking out. And I think a major thing that she says is, and this was something out of the ordinary. She was just like, and something I'm glad they brought up. Cause I always wondered, like, he just made this deal with this huge company. He can't just quit and walk away. Like Lydia shows up and she's like, listen, there are many moving parts to this. Like you've got to keep doing meth for us. Like you've got to at least come back for a little bit. And he was just like, no. And she's kind of gave uh, an impression to me like, dude, you don't know what you're getting into here by just cutting and running. Like kind of a warning to me, at least. Like we don't know what this Lydia woman's capable of. Oh, yeah. And I mean, this all is going to this is all going to come to a head here. I mean, now now we're talking machine guns and ricin. I mean, yes, yeah. that is exactly where this is going. He can't just okay. get out like that. And right. that'll be, you know later yeah that'll be later so i definitely thought that was a, a warning shot to what may be coming to you know later on oh yeah uh then then we then we go back to hank who's now bound and determined to keep looking into this you know ww case this heisenberg case in his garage and we get our montage which wasn't a making meth montage but more of a 
look at everything Heisenberg's ever done montage. Yeah. Which finished very coolly on the drawing when he looks at it and he's just like, of course, that looks like my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, Revelations. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, then they throw in another funny little scene about Skinny Pete and Badger doing their Star Trek episode, which I thought was kind of funny, but that's could totally tell that was the writers just like, you know, remember that one thing we talked about? Let's just put that in this episode. Like, it sounds like a funny discussion the writers had, like if they ever wrote a Star Trek episode and they just threw it in. Yeah. To you the know, episode. and honestly, I, and again, I don't do a lot of stuff online about this either i mean i try to keep my own opinions and things but i mean i, yeah. I read it i i loved it the episode i mean so much i mean i wanted to see reviews you know what right. people thought about it and if they thought it was right. awful i was gonna sign up for their little website and be like well you're the worst <laughs> person ever because it was the best but you know i did read something where someone really looked into this star trek conversation <laughs> Really? And I don't even remember what it was. So I'm like, really? I just don't think it was meant to be anything right. like that. You know, where No, I don't it. think it was supposed to be signifying anything. But I did see that someone online animated that. That whole plot Star Trek story <laughs> made it into animated a it as, yeah, as the guy was saying it. So they just took the audio and made a cartoon out of it, which is pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. I'll put a link to it on the post so yeah, people yeah. can watch it. Um, well, this is the part where I started to get kind of mad at Jesse. I don't know if you got mad at Jesse. I got a little mad at Jesse. He, he, while they're talking about the Star Trek thing, Jesse's down there. And of course he's upset again. He's always upset. Always mad. About always mad. And it's like, dude, you're out. You have $5 million. You didn't kill the kid, buddy. Okay. You didn't kill the kid. You kid, you killed Gail. Okay. Well, whatever. That was yeah, a while ago. But- and you went to rehab, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay now. <laughs> You're fine. I don't understand what he's so upset about still. Like, I could understand last season because he was very afraid about still being caught up with Heisenberg and Walter and being in the business. But Walter showed up and was like, you're out, dude. Here's your money. I'm gone. And now you just got to spend that money. I mean, I don't know what what, I, he's, what he's crying about. I just think they're... <laughs> trying to build this up for the audience to be like, look, Jesse, not, not happy. And you know what? Maybe the only way he's going to be happy is if yeah, yeah. He, he takes out the Heisenberg, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't think that's the way it's going to play out to be honest with you, but I don't think so either. I think obviously his character feels a lot of guilt, which is why he goes to Saul's and was just like, here's two and a half million. Here's two and a half million. Give it to Mike's daughter and the parents of this drew sharp kid that died or is missing still in the public, you know, give it to them. And Saul's like, what are you out of your mind? Like Mike is somebody the FBI is like looking for, and you're just going to drop two and a half million bucks at his daughter's doorstep. Right. Not really thinking this kid is missing and you are just going to drop two and a half million more on his parent doorstep. What is that going to, I mean, it's just going to draw attention to you. That's, that's the problem real quick. That, I mean, that, that could be a problem. I mean, he's going off the deep end here and he's going to do something crazy to, I mean, he could anyway to ruin the whole thing. Well, I think that's why we have the following scene where, you know, Saul calls Walter, we see Walter and it's confirmed. He's got, the cancer like he's in the chemo treatment plant we see it he's there it was only hinted at like we kind of figured that was going on but for sure now like it's pretty pretty 100 his cancer's back and we see him getting the treatment but he's not telling anybody yet but he talks to saul and saul's like you know jesse came over <clears throat> he jesse came over and he's trying to sell this you know give this money away and walter's like just hang on to it i'll talk to him so Walter shows up back at Jesse's with the money, and I was kind of upset because I was like, this is the exact same scene we saw in the last year's finale, where Walter showed up in the exact same room with the money, trying to convince Jesse to take it, and everything's going to be okay. But he sits down and starts talking to Jesse, and he's like, you got to put the darkness that we did behind you, and you got to move on. And I'm just sitting there going, yes, finally, he's saying something I agree with. Jesse, yeah. get, you got to get over this. Right. You got to get over this. You can't be acting nuts like this, or else you're going to get killed off. And then Jesse comes out of nowhere with this pretty smart theory. He's like, I don't think that Mike made it. I think you killed him, you know? And that's when Walter was like, listen, you know, I did not, as far as I know, he's fine. I need you 
to believe that. And that was a warning in my head. Like, if you don't believe that, then I can't tell you what's going to happen to you. Oh, wow. I see. God, yeah, I, I think you're right, actually. I, I just looked at it like, I don't care if you actually believe me, but just tell me you believe me. Just tell me that yeah. you think that's true and I'll feel better. See, initially, I thought that too, but then Jesse kind of looks at him with this worried look and Walter's looking at him dead in the eye and he's like, yeah. no, I need to hear you say that you yeah. believe me. Whoa. And Jesse's just like, okay, <laughs> I believe you, but he really doesn't, you right, know? Right, you're right. Oh, you're so, right. So there's some subtext there, you know, a more friction between the two. It's just like, wow, he's just basically threatening me without threatening me, you know? So um, let's see here. Jesse then goes off and just throws the money in a bunch of neighborhoods. I mean, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know how that's going to fix your guilt, but... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I wish you'd come to my neighborhood and throw me some cash <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> out my window. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, so they're talking. Yeah. yeah the, um, so now we're getting to the part where, you know, Walter, we know he has cancer. They're eating dinner at home, and he excuses himself immediately, very quickly, goes to the bathroom, tries to take his medicine again, which I think is the same medicine he took. At the beginning of the first episode of last year. Don't you remember he pulled oh, open probably. a pill bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why they showed that pill bottle was it's probably the same thing. Like trying to tell us when he's 52, he probably still has the cancer or is still getting treatment for it. Yeah, you but he's got I mean? a full head of hair. So it's like he's beaten it again. And now I don't know. we know that he's not telling anybody, but Skyler has got a pretty good idea when he gets up from the dinner table. And I just noticed this when I, when I just watched it again, you know, she kind of, he gets up, she kind of looks at his plate. I think it's probably a pretty full plate. Like he just has no appetite again and right. she's putting it together. Like, Oh my God, it's, it's coming back. Yeah. And it's a good thing. You know, he doesn't want anybody to know because, you know, she said she's just waiting for the cancer to come back, you know, and, it's hard for me to tell whether Walter is really done and really trying to move on with his family or if he's just thinks that there's no point in continuing on with the um, empire because he's going to be dead. And he, and from what he knows, six months or two a year, like there's no point. And, and that's why I think that he's being genuine about the car wash. And he's like, hey, let's build this empire. It's a good, wholesome empire to have or a family right. doing this. Let's do this. I only have six months to live. Let's let's do this. All right. Okay. Well, getting back to what you were talking about, about him, you know, you're waiting there, sitting there going, God, he's got to notice this book's going to be gone. He leans over to to throw up. Now, do you remember now? Obviously, we're going back to Walt taking on traits of people he's killed in the past. Hold on. <laughs> Is someone just beating on your door? Okay, okay. All right, that's fine, that's fine. I thought it sounded like someone knocking. Yeah, obviously we're going back, you know, to Walt taking on traits of people he's killed in the past. Um, so he goes in to throw up, and he kneels down in front of the, the thing, and he lays down the towel, like I think you were talking about before. Yeah. Just like Gus Fring did um, when he took the poison. Yes. And himself and then threw it up himself so right. he's taking on these although what you were saying though about it being more on a, a another level other than him just taking on these traits is like Walt. there's no way walt could have known that gus did that exactly exactly that's why i'm like how, what is going on here now it's like uh I, I i guess maybe metaphorical isn't the term i don't yeah. know what the term is but it's i think how did he know that I think maybe the writers are just trying to say, hey, look, we're trying to tell you that, and this is what I took from it, like, Gus Fring was the king, and he, like, knelt down and threw that poison up, but then later on he died. Like, that was the highest point that he got to. Here's Walter kneeling down before a throne. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> yeah. the you know, the porcelain throne. Could this be the highest point that he ever gets to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I guess. I, yeah, I, but it's still the whole towel thing. What, I don't just I don't I, I don't know. Maybe his knees are hurting him. 
Yeah, it could be. It could be. Maybe he's got old man knees. But if you think about this, you know, the other thing that I kind of put together was like, yeah, they were the top of their game. They're kings. They're bowing before a throne, going back to that poem. I mean, it all, a lot of things hovering around each other, around a theme of something that they're trying to paint for us. Yeah. They're starting to, at least. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of, you know, the... The romantic version of the king, you know, being the proudest point before the fall, the fall of Rome, all this stuff, you know, Ozymandias, all this stuff, it's all going to play in together. So I took that as more symbolical thing rather than an actual Walter remembering a trait and, and, keep, and picking okay. it up. Okay, symbolism would be a good word there then. Yeah, that works. That works. So, but to that point, I can now almost, before we get to this final scene, get to my theory. So bring it on. All right. I found a picture from a previous episode when we're talking about Walt taking on the traits of previous people he's killed of Jesse wearing a dark green, pretty similar army jacket that Walter is wearing when he's future Heisenberg or whatever. Mm, Okay. I found that picture. Now, I don't remember him wearing it. I don't know if that was maybe put on there to lead us astray and to get us thinking in one way or the other. But I I think, unfortunately, I think Jesse might be killed by Heisenberg at some point in these five episodes because of that. Well, that would make sense. And it's all going back to the, the traits thing, even though a coat isn't necessarily a trait. But no. still, that's no, something. it's still that's something picking up something. So that's that's mm-hmm. just my initial theory. Unfortunately, it wasn't something I was just like dawned on me in my sleep, but it was just something I came across and I was like, oh, my God, that's the same jacket That's the same jacket. Yeah. So I'll, I'll link to that picture, too. Um, so your theory is really just one small piece of the one puzzle, small though. piece of the puzzle. Yeah, okay. I don't have I don't I mean, the other part is I know we've talked about this before and. And how they wanted, you know, they all, all the producers always say we wanted to take Mr. Chips and turn him into Scarface. Well, Mr. Chips was some like nice, I don't know, movie character that was super nice teacher and turn him into Scarface. He was like one of the baddest ass gangsters ever. Yeah. And how does Scar or how does Scarface end? It's with, you know, Scarface coming out with a machine gun or, you know, a bazooka. And trying to take everybody out himself. And they were even watching that on the show. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So when you see this gigantic, I mean, you don't take out like 20 people with this machine gun. You're taking out a lot of people more than that, you know? Yeah. So I'm assuming he's getting ready for a giant showdown. But then he has this ricin, which is what you would use to take someone out without anybody knowing. Unless... He's saving the ricin for himself. Yeah. And I, the only other theory I have, I I think you're on to something there. You know, I, I think it gets to the point and it's like, okay, look, we all know we haven't gotten to the last scene here, but Mm -hmm. we all know that Hank knows we've known that since the first five minutes Right. that Hank now knows. I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how their conversation played out. We'll see how it plays out. The conversation in the garage. Right. But I think it's going to come to a head where, we we're in the flash forward. Walt has to get this machine gun because of like you were talking about with Lydia, like you don't know what you're getting yourself into here. We need you and you have to do this. This could be coming to a, a big war. And I mean, the DEA is involved. I mean, it could be the Declan gang and yeah. you know, maybe, uh, 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 shoot. What's, um, Todd, it could be, you know, and Todd, I don't know what he's going to have to do with it. I think he's just the cook at this point, but it could get to the point where Walt has to come out and, and, I, and, and Hank actually could help him out. You know, like Hank's going to be on the trail of all this. I think they're going to team up and try to take down the rest of the, 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 the gang, the, the clans, the, the checks, Madrigal and Walt yeah. this machine gun for this big war that's coming and then possibly pops the rice in and fade to black. Well, he might pop the ricin because remember the ricin doesn't get you right away. You know, it may take a day or two, so he may pop the ricin and then just go in guns blazing, knowing he's going down and trying yeah. to take as many down with him. Yeah. I mean, I believed you 
not believed you. I thought your theory about Hank telling him, like, you know, being on his side was feasible. Like, being like, okay, I hate you a little bit, but God, if you're going to, you got to face all this and we're all in this, you know, basically joining sides with them. I thought that was feasible until the garage scene. Yeah. Because but- I've never seen a rage like Hank had in that scene. Sure. But you know what? As, as much as Heisenberg is a terrible person, he he does love his family. I mean, he started all this for his family. And now, granted, you know, he's had some slip-ups, obviously, here and there. But well, he, he did this for, for, for everybody. I, he did this for his family initially. And then when he found out the cancer was gone or in remission, he got mad about it and was, like, punching stuff. And then when the the wife took the kids away, he was just like, whatever, I'm in the Empire business. I mean, he didn't really care that much until the cancer came back. But I just can't see this whole thing coming to an end with what I think probably, uh, you know, a lot of people might think. Walt has this machine gun, and he's going to take out Hank and all these. Nah, (laughs) that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Mark my words. I don't know if – well, I don't know, man, because, well, we have this garage scene, which is probably – in the top five best scenes of the entire series. I did not expect this. Yeah, that was sweet. Walt knows that Hank knows, and we can sense that fireworks are gonna fly. They're good guys, huh? Hank didn't go out of his way to confront Walt about it. Walt comes to Hank's house. If there's anything I can do, I know that he knows, and he can't hide it. His emotions, he wears on his sleeve, and so Walt knows that it's over. I love the way Brian, as director and actor, played the end of this sequence in the garage as something of a cowboy movie moment. You're gonna laugh, but I have to ask you about this. It feels iconic. Walt Walt goes over to Hanks, and Hanks sees like trying to hide all the stuff, and I don't know if whether he just quits hiding it or just kind of just wants to see what Walt's reaction is. But you know, Walt comes walking up, and they have a little conversation there, just a normal thing. And he's like, hey, you know, just you know, trying to see how you're feeling. I heard you weren't at work, you know, da 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 da. But he had found, uh, we, we skipped over, he found the GPS. You know, the one thing I didn't get about the whole episode was that. I don't understand why Walt, I mean, obviously I get that he was putting it together. Like, where's this book? And oh, why is Hank acting like this? But that wouldn't cause me to just go outside well, and look around. I, Maybe if he thought he was getting tailed. I mean, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. He's, he's been in this situation before when they, they, him and Hank, obviously he mentions it, you know, they did the same thing to Gus. Yeah. And now Walt knows that Hank knows that Walt's yeah. the man. That might right. have been the first thing he thought. Gus was the man. And what they do, they put a, a, a tracker on his car. You know, I just, I think he sat there and he was like, man, uh, well, at least I'm going to check this out. I don't know, but I'm going to at least check it out. Luckily he did. There's another parallel between Walter now and Gus back then being, you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he shows back up and and you know that Walter is suspecting Hank and you know that Hank knows. So you're sitting there going, how is this going to play out? And you see Walter turn to leave and he just has this look on his face like, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn around. And and he's like, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was trying to figure out why he wouldn't just like go back home and try to figure something out and try to avoid him. But I think he just was like, you know what? He knows who I am. He knows. He knows what I've done. And if you want to look at it as Heisenberg, you could say, look, I don't him him thinking as Heisenberg, I don't want to give him any more time to be doing any research or finding anything else out before I basically tell him who he's dealing with or he's doing it as Walter. Cause I believed him as Walter when he says, and I wrote this down when he goes, my right hand to God, I'm just a guy who owns a car wash. Who's dying of cancer. And that's all that I am. What's the point of coming after me? Like he says that very earnestly. I felt like, listen, I'm not doing anything anymore. I just let me, finished dying of cancer and Hank's just like, no, I hope you rot. I don't yeah. care about family. I hope you it eats you from the inside. You God, know, how insane was that whole situation? Oh my God. I gotta say, I don't like the way you're looking at me right now. I didn't want there to be prolonged exchanging blows and this type of thing. I wanted 
Hank to feel abject betrayal and pain. So he explodes. But then, instead of fighting, he's holding on to me. You've drove into traffic to keep me from that laundry. Calm down. Almost like I want to crush you, but I'm, I want to hug you, and then I want to, you know, it's just that he doesn't know how to manage his emotions at that point. It's sad. Well, and I, I agree with you. I agree with you that that whole scene, he, he was being Walter until yeah. Hank said, you bring the kids here and then we'll talk. And that's when you saw, I mean, you can see it in his face a lot, you know, when he like turns this switch. It is not going to happen. That was Heisenberg right there. And that's what scared Hank. Cause he's like, Whoa, yeah. I don't know who I'm talking to. And he's like, if you don't know who I am, then maybe your best course would be to tread lightly. <laughs> and yeah. dude, I lost my mind. I know, I know. <laughs> I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. And it just stayed on him forever. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was so intense. I had no idea that they were going to hit that so soon. I know, I know. That like, was what was mind-blowing about it. Yeah, like that they would have this huge confrontation at the very first episode. But... I wrote this down too. It was, a, it was during an article I read today from the, the main guy, Vince Gilligan. You know, he was saying, you know, in our initial breakdown, we had it broken up into eight equally sized squares. You know, what's going to happen in these, in, you know, these final eight episodes. And he's like, in our first version, we thought that Walt wouldn't know that Hank was onto him until about the halfway point. He's like, but when we talked about it, the more we realized it was like, Nope, it has to be the first one because we've got a shitload of story left to tell. And we've only got seven episodes more to go after this in which to tell it. So we'd better make, so we'd better make hay while the sun is shining. That's why these final eight episodes are more faster than any stretch of eight episodes that we've ever had in the history of the show. Once this thing gets going, it's, it's going very quickly. And as you've seen, it just rolls along like gangbusters because we've got to, we've got so little time left to tell the story. Right, right. And that's kind of like what Lost did, but they just kind of did a poor job of that yeah. toward the end. But, you know, yeah. it was just going back to like we were saying is Lost knew where it was going and eh, not they really. Kinda did. <laughs> yeah, they kind of lied about it. At least these guys are being truthful about yeah, it, but yeah. they're saying – you know, it's, you know, and they're done. They're done shooting. They're, they're editing the final episode right now, I think. Um, and from what, and there's been a lot of interviews, especially this week with cast and crew and all these people and they're, everyone's always, you know, they, they want to ask, is, is the end just the best? That's what they want to ask. <laughs> yeah. But they're, but they're always like, you know, trying to be journalistic and going around it. Like, how do you feel about the final episodes? Da, 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 da. <laughs> You know, and they're like, well, we're satisfied and we think it's a great ending. We're not going to please everybody, but we don't think that's the way to make the best finale is to try to please everybody. We nah. made an ending that we think fit, best fit the story. And, you know, it's it's going to get crazy. That's impossible to please everybody. I mean, there were, no. there's probably a lot of people that wanted Walter dead in season three or something. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, that's how it ended. Um I mean, I'm sorry that that last scene was just so crazy. I have no idea where you go from here. What I'm curious about is how much more of this future Walter with the beard and the crowbar are we going to see and when will that happen? Will we see a little bit more at the beginning of each episode or will we actually get to a point where that's just the main Walter from then on out. Yeah. And th and that's what I think, actually. I don't, I mean, and God, who knows who freaking who knows? knows, but I would assume that we are done with that. And, you know, I, I, unless something small comes up, like, I mean, obviously the beginning of this episode, it was really cool to see that, but it was just a small thing. You know, he right. went and got the rice and basically was what he went and got. So, you know, I, I, there could be plenty more to see, obviously, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that we go another. That was what we've got seven left. Yeah, I'm hoping we go like another five of, you know, <sighs> um, I guess it's not even present time anymore, really. But go back to old and then the last, you know, episode or two is 52 year old Walter. And now we're going after Madrigal, the clans, Lydia, right. the whole gang. 
Jeez, I mean, I don't know if you know how they're going to... Uh, that'll be crazy if that last... Because that might be true. I mean, that last episode may be like a, a two-hour finale or something where oh, it's just... I hope it's six hours. <laughs> It'll just be amazing. <laughs> well, if this will tell you how many people were into this show... I mean, I don't know about you, but I talked to a lot of people at like, my work and stuff. Everybody watched this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the record for... First of all, the most viewed ever Breaking Bad episode in the history was this episode and it doubled the previous record doubled the audience how many so like nine or 5.9 million viewers that's see that's that's mind-blowing to me i would assume it's way more than that how, how are right. they five million people watching this what are they doing the premiere well maybe they dvr'd it maybe they're waiting on oh uh, you yeah. know you know maybe they're watching dancing with the stars i don't know <laughs> maybe, Maybe That's it's possible. just us. I know my mom was. Maybe it's just us and our listeners that are watching. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All five million of us were there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, last last year's premiere was 2.9 million. And this year was 5.9. So obviously a lot of people, and everyone's saying it was Netflix, a lot of people caught up in this oh, past year. Oh, absolutely it was. You know how many people that we've gotten onto this that were just like, listen, we're not friends anymore if you don't start watching this. Yeah, we just can't talk anymore, and you have to walk away because we're going to start talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, not too you to... nerdy, but yeah, <laughs> like that's all we do. But I mean, we got a lot of people to watch this show. And, yeah, yeah. And hopefully yeah, yeah. we can have some guests on this, this last yep. half. We're going to have a couple people on. Uh, we'll try to get some really cool people, but you know, thanks for listening to our, our super long episode for the the beginning here. We wanted to do like a half prediction, half, half summary. We have some theories out there still evolving. Um, I don't think there's any possible way we're going to be able to predict the ending. No, um, because these guys are just too good of writers. They'll see that coming a mile away and and change it up on us. Well, real, real quick. I wanted to see what, you know, I might be little out of my realm here but after watching the episode and i watched it three times i don't know how right dorky that is but <laughs> you know that he has cancer again yes okay so he beat it once yes and then we know he has it again right and i mean he has hair i know he was taking the pills but he has hair He's he beating hair. it again or does beat it again, but is he beating it or is he just giving up on trying to beat it? But he has hair or is that just, a but chemo that's from thing? the chemo. That's the oh, chemo thing. Well, I was just going to say, you know, he walks into this house and he sees Heisenberg scrawled huge across the wall. And it's like, you know what? He beat cancer twice, but he just can't escape. Heisenberg. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be cool. That yeah, would be I cool. Think, I don't know if that. Yeah, but just. But you're. Yeah, you're probably right. It was chemo. Chemo is what makes you lose your hair when you have cancer, right? Not the yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just well. think that maybe he's just a man with nothing left to lose at that point. He's just like I. You know, I'm gonna die anyway. I'm gonna take as many people down with me because of whatever's been done to me in my house. Not just your house, but my family. Who knows? We have not seen anybody else in this future setting because who knows if his wife's alive, if his kid's alive, if Hank's alive, Jesse, we don't know. I oh, mean, everybody's alive. Means- I know, baby. Everybody's alive. He's coming to take out the other dudes. Maybe Madrigal or whoever came and took out and was like, if you don't make meth for us, we're taking out your family and they do it. Who knows? Well, okay, but that's going back to my theory. I think that's exactly what's they're saying to him and that's why he now has the m60 and that's right. why we're seeing this i mean i don't jesus christ i know you can't please everybody but if you killed off all of the characters i think a <laughs> number of people would be like that was retarded like are you kidding me you can't do that that can't happen yeah i, I don't know i don't know we haven't seen anybody so but that's good because we don't know like if i saw hank in the future i'd be like well hank makes it at least till the last episode. Because they're a team. We are, they're a team, told yeah, you. They're not going to be a team. I, I think they're going to be a so. team. Hank was ready to murder him in that garage. There's no way they're going to be a team. I'll tell you, I mean, like, I have no idea how you act 
but when you know they have close-ups on on hank's face and like his lips are trembling and his tongue's <laughs> doing stuff in his mouth it's like dude i mean best actor ever possibly how do you even do that, was that? Great. it was like I it was this real life that was like we were watching reality tv or something that was so amazing yeah. And I could only imagine, like, Brian Cranston directed it. So he'd be like, all right, here's what's going to happen. You're going to punch me <laughs> and then grab me by the neck and half hug me and throw me against the garage door, you know? Like, he's <laughs> right. got to direct that scene, you know? Right, right. yeah. <laughs> so that's impressive, too. All right, well, that's all uh, for this week. Um, next week is um, – the episode is called Buried. Um, oh. And the one hint – there's one hint that Vince Gilligan gave – at the end of the fake talking bad show, which is on after yeah, AMC. They stole our name. Isn't that something? They stole our name. And I don't know how many of you out there think that we're with that show, but if you do, keep thinking it and keep listening. <laughs> yeah, what a blessing that was. Our hits went up insanely after that show aired. <laughs> got a lot of got a lot of listeners after that, but but he mentioned that um the only clue he gave to next week's episode is that Lydia Diz mentioned, you know, there's a lot of moving parts here. And we're going to see a few of those moving parts next episode. Okay. Entitled Buried. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, thanks for sticking around for the super long episode. Uh, we'll probably be shorter next week because we're not going to do any more predictions before we, you know, watch the episode. We'll just go right <laughs> yeah. into the episode. Well, so. we were excited. We were excited. It was starting in yeah. a couple days. I mean, you kidding me? We were excited. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's the biggest thing in my life. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> the world is in flames. There ain't-